Hey guys, and welcome to the Brandon Fraser podcast, where we talk everything and anything Brandon Fraser. We're your hosts, Carla and Daniel. So, Carla, what's new? Oh, you know, just living the life, work, and all that good stuff. What about you? Same old. Living the dream. Every living. day. Every day. Living Every the day. American dream, that's exactly. for sure. Thank you, everybody, for joining us again for episode eight, I believe. Is it? It sounds about right. Let's go with episode yeah. eight. All so, right. We're definitely growing. The listeners, we're getting more and more, which is amazing. Hopefully, everybody stays till the end. I'm sure some people do. Most people probably don't. They get sick of us after like, I don't know, 80%, but we love everybody. So Yeah, they get sick of you. That's so what happens. It's been a couple weeks, and something we didn't talk about last time was the new Condor trailer. Someone made a move knowing vaccine stockpiles would be depleted. We're exposed. I already sent the assignment to the assets. And, I mean, this this was a game changer for me. I mean, I was obviously... I mean, I wanted to watch Condor. Like, I'm excited for it. I wasn't sure yeah. how much Brent Fraser would be in it. And I'm still really not sure. But after this trailer, well, it's a whole new world for me. Like, I'm extremely excited. Yeah, well, I looked at the IMDb page, and it says that he's in there for, like, two episodes. Well, which, hopefully, that's a lie, because the trailer made it seem like he's going to be in it for longer than that. I know, that's what's confusing the, about that. Yeah, the way that they played it. So, I'm like, hopefully he's, maybe he comes in, like, towards the end, maybe. That's what I'm thinking. I don't know, like, probably, like, try to get all their plot stuff together, like, towards, like, you know, in the beginning, and then, like... Of course, Frazier comes in towards the middle and end of yeah, the season. Hopefully. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. How many um, episodes is it? Is it 10 as well? Or is it longer? Do you I know? mean, I'm assuming it is 10. Yeah. But I mean, I'm I'm still trying to figure out how I'm going to watch this TV show. I, I definitely don't have the station. I I don't think anybody has this station. <laughs> That's what I'm Honestly, because it's, so it's like, what is it? Audience... TV or something like some, yeah, something about with like AT&T or something. Yeah. I have no idea what audience, I mean, I follow them on Twitter, but as far as how to actually watch it, no idea. I used to have AT&T U-verse and it looks like if you have that, you're in luck. But then it also says, I'm looking at audience TV network. It, Mm -hmm. it says also direct TV. So if you have those stations, you're in luck and it's pretty cool. I guess that they're making what looks like a quality 10 episode miniseries okay. for a station like audience TV, which I've never even heard of. Yeah. So, I mean, so either is... they're in the process of building things up or they just spend a bunch of money and no one's going to watch it. We'll find out. Oh, well, hopefully not because I mean, they have, there's good actors in that. So hopefully people get to watch it. I don't know. I don't even know if people have this station. That's the only thing that's, that could possibly just bite them because not everybody watches cable. Like the the first trailer for Condor, like the teaser, they showed Brennan Fraser for like two seconds, but then he got his own like poster. Yeah. And it's it's kind of confusing. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he, there's 10 episodes he's listed as being in two. I yeah, mean, he's listed in two, but hopefully that's a lie because like, why would you give a minor character a poster? 
like its own poster well, unless you're just trying to play it up because it's like, oh, everybody knows who Brandon Fraser is. I think that's you what know? it is at this point. They realize, oh, he's having a huge comeback and we we need to capitalize on that, which is very smart. But the mistake would be if he is only in two, he should have been in all ten. Same with trust. Yeah. Like, Again, I'm thinking like in Condor, he's going to be towards like maybe the last five episodes, maybe. Like in uh, Trust, how he popped in in the first episode, even though he wasn't going to be completely, but you saw his cameo. So maybe it's going to be like a couple of those where it's going to be cameo and then full on episode. Because I mean, he's playing the bad guy in this, which is completely different than what he usually plays. Because he always plays a good guy in pretty much everything he's done. So I'm really – this is, like, the most exciting thing I've seen, like, him do differently, like, him playing the bad guy. Well, what's, what's so. pretty crazy is that up until, like, the last couple months, like, knowing he worked with Danny Boyle on Trust, I mean, the whole town thinking mm-hmm. Boyle's directing James Bond, I think, 25, which is amazing. Yeah. And I'm like, Brennan Fraser, how could you not cast him in James Bond? And when you think what role could he be, I instantly think villain. So when villain. I first saw the Condor teaser – uh-huh. They didn't really say what he was, but this new full trailer, I mean, he's the villain. And I think the, I think I first saw it on like Entertainment Weekly or Variety, and it was something like Brendan Fraser has evil plan to destroy world or something crazy like that. And I'm like, whoa, uh-huh. what is this? You know. And then it's, right. oh, it's the trailer for Condor, completely unexpected. Right. And yeah. I got to say, like, you know, you see him with the trust, even in interviews, he's wearing the the hat like nonstop. <laughs> So he, no, he's full on like method acting because he's like straight up taking his character to a whole new level because I'm trying to think, did he ever do that with his other characters that he's done in the past? Like, I can't imagine Rick O'Connell, well, him just dressed yeah. up like no way. Well, not just, I mean, not just dressed up like him, but like acting as Rick O'Connell because like, you know, recent interviews, he's playing the, you know, he has the whole ensemble thing happening and he's like in character the way that he's like speaking to the person i don't know it's interesting but yeah watching the condor trailer it's like night and day because he's back to the brennan fraser that most people know like when people see him like in the hat if you haven't been watching trust it takes like a minute to realize oh that's brennan fraser like yeah he's full-on cowboy then you watch the condor trailer and it's oh that's brennan fraser just back in form like looking good and he's right. the villain. Like, who doesn't want to watch that? I mean, like, I hope people will watch it. I mean, I'm pretty sure, like, hardcore fans are going to definitely try to watch it some way, somehow. Yeah. I mean, uh, and see and see Brandon's, like, whole different persona playing the bad guy in this. So I, I'm excited, honestly. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely very excited. And if you haven't watched the trailer, you can just go to YouTube and type in Condor official trailer and find the one that was released on early May, like May 8th, and it's about three yeah. minutes long. So you get a nice full trailer, and it reminds me kind of... I'm a big fan of, like, Homeland with Claire Danes. You ever watch that? <laughs> yeah. You don't like Claire Homeland? Day- <laughs> no, it's just, like, Claire Danes crying makes me laugh. Well, because of her chin? <laughs> wow. Well, Homeland 24, it's kind of, like, in that same world, basically. Yeah. Um, the heck's going on over there? I'm sorry. That's the dog. Yeah. So sorry. She's playing right. right now. And if I leave and close the door somewhere, she's going to start barking. So oh, great. She's, yeah, she's very spoiled. So also some other big news for Brennan Fraser was about two weeks ago, he did a Facebook live interview with 
to Los Angeles Times Entertainment, which I had no no idea about until after it happened. And from reading on Twitter, it seemed like not many people even knew about it. So upset. I know. Like, how did it happen? Was this a secret? Honestly, like, was this a secret? It was just like, hey, we're just going to show up and do this. But, yeah. No, I was really upset hearing about it. It's like, yeah, it just happened. What? And, like, wasn't that the one that you can, like, send in um, questions or something like right. that? Right. They were asking for questions. Yeah. And it's like, how is it that um, we don't know? I mean, Brennan Fraser really needs to get so any social, get Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, get anything. Right, And let your right. fans know because so many people missed out. I mean, including I me. know. Just, I mean, we all did. Because that yeah. would have been great if, like, we could possibly gotten a question in or something like that or whatever. Or have fans be like, hey, look, it's happening. Because not only that, like, recently, I think it was, I think it was this week where he was in Rachel Ray. I didn't know until, like, the day prior. It's pretty cool that he's doing so many more, you know, interviews. I mean, just the, yeah. the Facebook Live, if you had told me, like, a month prior that, hey, Brennan Fraser is going to do a live Facebook interview. I would have said you're crazy. There's no way he's, he hasn't done much at all. Why is he going to do a Facebook live? I, very unexpected. I, yeah. And you know why he's doing it, right? He's trying to get that Emmy nom. Oh, he's hardcore. got it. He's got it. No yeah. Doubt. That's why he's like hardcore campaigning. He's hardcore showing up on all these press things because even prior to that, he wasn't showing up in anything. He didn't like go to interviews or whatsoever, but now that his like, name is being thrown into the ballot because like as you saw i can't remember which website but a bunch of fx shows were throwing through in their ballots for who to be nominated but of course his name was in there for best supporting actor along with like a ton of other people from the show like all the um italian guys so i don't know it might be competitive oh definitely even just from the show trust i mean yeah and if you haven't seen this interview um, you can find it. We had posted, we tweeted about it. This was, you know, two weeks ago. But the LA, yeah, LA Times Entertainment Facebook page. They posted the full twenty nine minute interview. And you have done so much. Let's just start right there. Varied, <laughs> a lot. When you were coming up, just even as a kid, did you think you wanted to do this? Did you think you not sit here and talk to me, but act? <laughs> I do want to talk to you. <laughs> talk to you too, but I, want to do. I think I hadn't figured out what I wanted to do, and if I wanted to do something, I kind of wanted to do a little bit of everything. I mean, he's got the energy back. He's making jokes. Yeah. It's it's the Brendan Fraser most people think about. Like it's classic Fraser, and he, there are some great moments. Like at one point, I think like five minutes in, he mistakenly calls Donald Sutherland Donald Trump, always being uh, the the victor. The he's one played who, by Donald Sutherland. That's Donald Trump. Yeah. So, excuse me. Oh, God, <laughs> did I just say that? Apologies to Mr. Sutherland. <laughs> it's just a Los Angeles time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is where you heard me say it. It happened here. It's live. <laughs> that's great. What was I talking about? <laughs> you were talking about Getty. Um, water, right? <laughs> <laughs> Being uh, a a rich man who always rich man who owns a lot of everything always has to be right. Um, Played by Donald Sutherland. Played by Donald Sutherland. (laughs) (laughs) This awkward, like, funny moment. And there's another part where he mentions all the money in the world, and I feel like he almost like looked at the camera, like winked, like it was never enough for him that he owned all. Of the money in the world. <laughs> <laughs> right. The it film. was never enough. There's just a lot of great moments. It's worth watching for sure.
of course, Rachel Ray was a good one because he's been in that show like years ago when he did other movies. I mean, y- your character has a cowboy hat, and uh, Walt- Mark Wahlberg uh, plays the, the, the similar character in the yeah. film. And he's like, you know, more like a James Bondy sort of a dude. How did you how did you pick your character and how you were going to define him? Well, um, I thought the Stetson helped a lot. <laughs> but he wasn't. He, yeah, he wasn't in his persona either. He well, was he just had the like, glasses, no cowboy hat. Yeah, but mixing he, it up. <laughs> he he was in his normal ways, I would say. Now. One of my, I mean, the one clip that I saw on multiple, you know, pages was him talking mm-hmm. about making ramen noodles. And if you look closely, you can see that's a ramen cake. I love ramen. That's they my love kind ramen. Of, that's Absolutely. my kind of cake. So much so that I have to make it twice a week. And then, like his noodles, leave him alone. He does what he, he wants, them, man. Yeah. Now there's another interview he recently did with. Yeah, that was today. Cole, well, with a golden derby. Or Gold Derby. I apologize. <laughs> um, what was the interviewer's name? Daniel Montgomery. Okay. Daniel. Yeah. Daniel Montgomery. Daniel, if you're listening, a- great job. I was very, very surprised to see not just an audio interview or like he wrote an interview up on, you know, typed it up, like literally visual. Face to face, even though it was like via Skype. But either way, you're face to face with a man who was, of course, and his um, cowboy persona as well. But, I mean, it's surprising to me because there's so many different opportunities to do, like, more of a, like, structured sit-down kind of interview. I mean, this was, like, I couldn't tell if he was at home or if he was in his hotel or in, like, an RV. Um, I, mean, I think, th- yeah, I think he was at home. I think he mentioned something. It's like, yeah, you know, I'm here in my house or something like that. Yeah. I mean, it just, so. it seems, it's pretty cool that he is, you know, brave enough and confident enough to, he's willing to do these type of interviews. So, you know, good job, Daniel, to that because it was... It was about 23 minutes long. We we learned a couple of things. The one thing I took from it was that Danny Boyle had contacted Brendan Fraser to play, what would you call it, the Middle Getty? Middle Getty, middle yes. Getty. Got a call from Danny Boyle to discuss the role. Actually, it was a different role. It was the one for uh, Little Paul, who is played by Michael Esper. I thought that was I don't know, like, I don't want to say funny, but like interesting, I guess you can say, because you see the actor who plays Middle Getty, and then having now known that uh, Fraser was basically auditioning for Middle Getty's, like I'm like trying to picture it. I'm like I can't see it. I really can't see it. Well, I can I can picture it, but it it does seem it, it, very typical, like very expected. Like you wouldn't expect Fraser to be the cowboy. So I think they made the right choice for sure. Well, well, here's the thing. Well, Middle Giddy is not—he's not a good guy either, you know. You know, like seeing, like especially that uh, that that one scene from like I can't believe—I think like two episodes in the past. Um, you know that whole drug scene with uh, yeah. Middle Giddy. I don't picture Fraser doing that. Well, that's I, true. Yeah. So I think maybe. Uh, if Fraser would have gotten Middle Getty, it would be a different type of Middle Getty. Like it wouldn't be this one guy, the one that plays it, plays him, wouldn't be like this drug addict, even though in real life he was, you know, I don't know how they would play it out with Fraser being Middle Getty. No, that's, they made the right choice and probably took a risk with that. Another part of the interview, he'd mentioned to Danny Boyle, like, Hey, Google, 
both of our names, Brendan Fraser, Danny Boyle, and see what comes up. Um, it was at the podium when he won, I think it was Broadcast Critics Award for uh, Slumdog Millionaire. And uh, I handed it to him, along with Elizabeth Banks. I said, you know what, put our names together in a browser. And he was like, oh, look, there we are. We did meet. Nice to see you again. And he had mentioned that Danny Boyle was a fan of his performance on The Affair, I think, season three. We had a nice conversation. Danny told me he had seen um, The Affair, which on on Showtime, I think, the year before last. Um, And he said a really nice thing to me. He told me that um, he liked the way that I had reinvented, repositioned myself. And I can see why Danny Boyle would watch that and, like, realize that Brendan Fraser is kind of, like, reinventing himself as a whole different kind of actor. You trying to kill me? No. I, I don't know what you're talking about. Why you been following me? I'm not following you. You came to my house. When? I swear, I was right here last night with my wife and my kids. You've been stalking me since Fishkill. I haven't seen you since Fishkill. You're lying to me. Let's take a walk, all right? There's a place around the corner. We can get a beer and talk about this, all right? The parole officer doesn't know anything about it. Just you and me. Luckily, he, he was able to see that. Another part of the interview... He mentions like talking to Donald Sutherland. Yeah, I worked with Donald Sutherland back in 1993. He told me what it reminded him this the other night. He went, oh, yes, that's right. You bought a Honda. <laughs> he loves cars. I'm like, that's right. I did, didn't I? It was a Honda Prelude. That had the big engine, stick shift. Yeah, I was living large. <laughs> Memories. Was it the Rachel Ray show where he mentioned not having any projects lined up yet? Um, I believe so. Surprise. Yeah, I believe that he said that he doesn't have any projects lined up. Are you doing any special projects this summer? Are you going to take time off? Truthfully, I, I, I'm looking forward to uh, pool season, swimming season. Yay. With the kids cooking by the pool. Apart from that, I'm, um, I'm looking for a job. <laughs> I think it's a good thing that he's not currently doing anything because once he gets the Emmy or nomination or wins it, he's going to have significantly more roles offered to him, like better roles. So I, I, I hope so. I hope that's or, what happens. Or he's gonna be in James Bond twenty five, which I I think it's possible. I really do. And of course Daniel Craig is gonna be in it. I think this is his last Bond movie. That's what he says. Yeah. Well I mean he's tired of playing the Bond character, but he um basically accepted an abundant amount of money, which Honestly, I would too. So you're still in the early stages of it. Because I think this is supposed to be coming out, what, next year or something like that? Sometime next yeah. year? Yeah. yeah. So it's still in the, kind of in the early stages, but I'm pretty sure we're going to hear more about it later on. I guess like maybe summertime or yeah, so. Now, here's another yeah. reason to be convinced that he will be in it. Do you know who Daniel Craig's wife is? Rachel Wise. I know. That's fantastic. Increases it so much. I'm I'm pretty confident. <laughs> Do you think he'll probably like if let's say if he is in this project of Danny Boyle? Do you think like they'll reunite and be like, "Hey, let's do a mummy movie"? I'm sure they would. <laughs> well, I guess the question would be why didn't she really do the third one? Minus that the yes. script wasn't that great. But you know, I never found out the reason for it. I'll look into it later. I mean, had she done it, there might have been a mummy four. That would have been great. Okay, so last Sunday was episode nine of Trust. Yes. And definitely one of the better ones because obviously Fletcher Chase was. And all of it? Yeah. Irrelevant, too. 
But what made it so awesome is just the dynamic duo between him and Hilary Swank's character in the entire episode. I was shook. Yes. No, it was great because I mean, they were, it was like a road trip almost. Like they were in the car together, you know, waiting for the phone call together. Their dialogue, I think, you know, him talking about how she persevered and stuck with what she believed and people doubted her, including him. I mean, there were some touching moments and visually as usual. I mean, I took screenshots like through the whole episode. Oh Beautiful. my God. I try to take screen caps as much as like fast as I could possibly take them. Cause like it was like that entire episode just flew literally like I thought, you know, it just went by too quickly for me. So what episode two, six and nine, I think those three like really stand out where there's, you know, plenty of Fletcher chase and yeah, that's the, the show that I want. So yeah. If they do get picked up for a second season, which it's possible, it, I hope it, they kind of redo it, like rework the whole show. Because I've been like literally checking um, to see if it's if they've been picked up for a second season, but they haven't said anything. Um, I know I go to this one um, source is like they have steady ratings, um, so why wouldn't they get picked up? And of course, it's rumored that if it does, Danny Boy only wants to do like three seasons. But right. people are, are starting to say, it's like, no, it's going to get picked up, picked up. But we never know. That's the thing. Everybody can be nominated for an Emmy, but the show can still be canceled. Yeah. I mean, if he does get nominated and win the Emmy, it increases the chance of it coming back, at least in some form. I mean. True. But here's the thing. It's like right now, everybody's already been picking up their shows. So this is kind of. This is kind of late. I, I mean, as a fan of Trust, I can easily tell it's like two different shows. And most people would probably agree they want the Fletcher Chase show. And oh, of course. And you've really got to rework it where he's a part of every episode. I mean, I don't care if it's like a story of him, like even not with the Gettys, but he's such a unique character and everybody wants to see. Well, like when you talk about Trust, everyone agrees that Donald Sutherland, he's great. Hillary Swank, they're all great, but... You remember Fletcher Chase, Brendan Fraser. So that's why people kind of keep coming back to it. Yeah, like his presence, once he's on screen, it's like you're drawn to him. Like you immediately see Brendan Fraser. You immediately like, okay, let's see what's going to come out of his mouth. Because he has like great one-liners and like everything that comes out of his mouth is pretty great dialogue. Especially in this last episode. It was just great between him and... um. And Swink's character the entire time. It was great. I freaking loved the the episode for sure. I mean, like, I liked the episode beforehand. That was the one where it's just like, um, you look into the Italian families, who they are and stuff like that in their family. Yeah. So, that, I mean, that was an incredible um, episode itself. But this one was really good, too. Like, you can see Swink's character, basically. She's like, mom's got to do what she has to do. To save her kid. No one else is helping her around. Everybody's doubting her. She's going to get shit done. That's what moms do. Really. Moms get shit done when no one else does. You know, all the attention is kind of on Brennan Fraser as far as like awards. But Hilary Swank, she's a great actress. And this is mm -hmm. a great performance. And she might win. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised. So one of my favorite parts, you know, them driving and needing to find a gas station. Oh, and yeah. not having gas. I mean, yeah. And when... It, when Fraser walks into that 
the gas bar, station. Or the, yeah, the like, bar. We only sell beer. And yeah. he's like just trying to get gas. And then, you know, Hillary Swank walks in. And, and then he just, just like shows up the money. with the money. And is like, let's do this. I, yeah. I have no time to play. Time is running out. We got to get this shit done. So help me out. Basically. And then using money as a funnel to get gas yeah. into the cart. That was. That was funny. That, that was, was funny. Yeah. I mean, and then like the confrontation, the exchange with the money in the woods, with the snow, it's nighttime. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are some beautiful shots because Fraser has like, was he wearing like a trench coat? Yeah. He was wearing like a whole white trench coat and or the hat. A du- and the hat. Every, I mean, like literally everybody was wearing white because that was the, the demand. It's like white car, white everything basically. Yeah. And so you, you go into the woods the contrast between like, you know, the lighting and everything is like, it looks blue basically, but it just played off really well. And then of course you have Frazier coming out and be like, you know, Hey, cut the shit. That was pretty cool. I don't know. I like that um, whole exchange there. And then of course you have Hillary coming out and then it's like, we have, you know, I have no time to play. Overall, like this episode, I mean, it looks so good visually, like, Way better oh than it God. should. They spent so much time. It's it's amazing. You can take a still, like at almost yeah. at any point, like the winding roads of the car in the snow. The entire, I mean, the entire season has been like that. Like, there's some photographer needs to get nominated for sure. I agree. There that. were. I'm looking yeah. at the list. There were three different cinematographers, and Christopher Ross did seven episodes. Monica Lenzuska. I apologize. Did three, and Oliver Curtis did one. Uh-huh. Who did the last one? Christopher Ross. Yeah, like he, I mean, he did also the movie Cold Mountain. If you've seen that, that's like yeah, uh, yeah. And the room, or no room, not the room. The room, whole different movie. Have you seen the room? The room. It's like considered like the worst movie of all time. Oh yeah, of course. Well, he yeah. this guy did Room with room. Brie Larson. Very okay. Different. Yeah. Okay. So don't get that one confused. <laughs> yeah, so so this Sunday we have the finale, episode 10. Is it going to be an hour episode or two? I'm not yeah. sure. Was the first episode like a little longer? There have been a few episodes that been it starts like, at what? 10, but like it'll end at like 11.20 for me. I don't know if it's because of more commercials, but there's uh-huh. been a couple that have been longer. Because I think the first one was a little longer. I can't remember. So hopefully this one gives me at least like, you know, let it be like an hour and 30 um, right. And it, yeah. from the, the trailer, the preview for next week, it looks pretty good. Lots of, you know, Fletcher Chase yeah. breaking the fourth wall. It looks like talking right to us. So, yeah. I'm so it's back to like it. that Fletcher Chase, not yes. the Fletcher Chase that we saw, you know, this previous week. That one, the badass one, our angel in disguise. <laughs> so, yeah, everybody watch, you know, this Sunday, 10 o'clock on FX and follow us on Twitter. So, you know, you can get. Time by time. Yes, and thank you for the – we've had a few more people either review us or rate us on iTunes, gave us five stars. Yeah, really thank you, guys. appreciate that. That helps us, you know, it brings more people to the our podcast. So they say, oh, wow, it's a five-star. They've had, you know, we, I think we're at five reviews, which is – we're building. What? We're building. Maybe it's more yes. than that, but the more Who we knows? get, the more but, listeners. Yes, guys, keep reviewing us. We love it. Tell us. Everything. Can they review us on the other platforms? You asked me this before. Did I? Oh. And I should know, but I don't. So if you're listening, we are also on SoundCloud, Buzzsprout, Stitcher, Stitcher, and 
tune in. Tune in. Which, oh, yeah, okay. I mean, who knows? I, on Buzzsprout, it just like sends it to multiple, you know, places. Okay. So Look, we're on everything right now, okay? So there's no excuse for you not being able to be like, oh, I can't find you guys. No, you can. We're everywhere, guys. <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. All right, any closing thoughts? Wrap this up. When is it? June 1st? June something? Uh, Condor comes? I think like June 6th. Yeah. Well, well, we'll let you know. Yeah, so I think it's like in the beginning of June. Make sure you watch, you know, wherever you can possibly get Condor. Make sure you watch it to get your second dose of Frasier, basically, of the year. Also, like, keep on the lookout. See if any other interviews with Frasier. Please let us know so that way we can tell everybody else as well and we can watch them. Yeah. Any Anything else? Perfect. No, I'm good. All right. Well, thank you for listening and hanging on, hanging in there with us and totally listen to us. Also, listen to our previous episodes, too. And, yeah, I guess we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. I watch the story unfold, and uh, I think when I see uh, Hillary's work that it's been said that Hell hath no fury like a woman scorned, but I just think, do not annoy someone's mother. They will come for right. you, and it will leave a mark that you won't like. <laughs>